The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me and a device show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, 30 under 30, media luminary Griffin McElroy. Here it is. This is season three of My Brother, My Brother and Me, the podcast. Uh, and I was, I've been watching a lot of, uh, going back and like binging a lot of TV shows from, you know, that like started in 2012 and getting current. And I was thinking about it and I think it's time that we had a character reset. Who, which one of the three of us, because I've got so much. Actually, you know what? If we're able to volunteer, if this means shedding some of the lore or some of the vor lore about ourselves Mm -hmm. and just sort of rebooting and maybe we could even bring in a new actor to play 30 Under 30 Media Luminary, Griffin McRoy. I want you to know I'm already in talks with Adam Scott. I am working with Adam that Scott. That is such a good get. It's such a good get. I'm, he plays kind of a cynical boy, I feel like, in a lot of his shows, though. And I don't know that that's my brand. We need to tell him, hey, Well, bu- but maybe your brand's changing, Griffin. That's how character reset works. For example, I've always been the kind of, like, curmudgeonly one. A little bit of a stick in the mud. A little bit of, like, I, I take it way too seriously. And well, Justin's, I think about changing Justin's that the sex pot. Right. Always talking about fannies. I would like to stay the elderly sex pot. Are you sure? Uh, yes. I I feel like I've just started to really inhabit my role as an elderly sex pot and as a room clean hand style elderly sex pot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have and we... I feel like I kind of want to stay there. <laughs> yeah, know that that's, that's the anchor. The... That's the anchor of the show. Yeah. The I mean, do you want to go further with it maybe? Oh, yeah. Older, older and sexier. Yeah. <laughs> Like, how old slash sexy do you feel comfortable playing okay. and then go 10% beyond that? So I'm currently a very sexual septuagenarian. Uh-huh. I could be a very, very sexual octogenarian. I would feel pretty uncomfortable with very, very, very sexual nonagenarian. Well, what we could do is we could may get a storyline within the show where you age rapidly, age rapidly. and sex Thank rapidly. <laughs> Let's I think the best thing we've done I'm getting hornier. <laughs> someone, <laughs> someone get me some iron pills. I'm why did I pick hornier. up this cursed stone? Yeah. I, I need calcium faster to make my boner bone some more better. <laughs> Could we start at 150, very, 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 very horny, and then kind of walk it back? And I'm talking about almost a sort of bestial horniness, like an almost uncontrollable. <laughs> where where one, all of Justin's responses to things just become deep grunts. One and a half, one level and a half of... centuries of just like, <laughs> and then we'll be like, we'll get some feedback. We will uh-huh. get some. We'll get some one stars from folks like too horny, too old, and be like, "All right, <laughs> no, no, now. no." And then we'll hit a point where it's like that's the right age, but maybe still a little too horny. 
So then uh, it'll be like, all right, walk it back. Now I'm 60 and I'm just kind of horny. And people are like, I miss it a little bit though. We'll so figure it out. Split the difference. So okay. So there's a you're saying there's an exact age uh-huh. and an exact horniness. Yeah. The sex Y axis where they meet, that's what we're looking for. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Um Yeah, I'll work on it. I feel like that should be in private more than in a public sort of forum like this. Hmm. Is that fair to say? Well Yeah. Um, I wonder also the etymology of the word sex pot. It, it, were this in medieval times? Where yeah. B- it, people like a literal boning down on pots? It's just like, like a big pot of sex. Yikes. Were people getting in it to do sex? Or were they yeah. doing sex to the pot? Fill it up with some sort yes. of good feeling wax. They could just sort of make their own and explore the wax. All of the above. All right. And some of the below, if you know what I mean. So I'm still me, but older and sexier. Uh Uh-huh. Travis, you are, what's going on with your Well, you know, I was a curmudgeon, uh, stick in the mud, not having any fun, but I thought, what if I instead took that in the direction of maybe I'm actually just a little doofy and maybe also a werewolf? Clean shaven, Travis. Maybe you take a turn being the youngest one. And then I'll get re- replaced by Bam Margera. Okay. Mm. And no. so what my was whole Adam, thing. I'm sorry, what was Adam Scott doing? He was going to be me, but the Bam came in and gave you the best performance audition of his fucking life. And so he's going to be me, and he's going to do at least three stunts an episode. Uh, like, okay, I have this hot coffee right here. Uh oh, it spilled it. Okay, mm. I'm going to stick with Adam Scott for now. Okay, but Bam can do his stunts. I've seen how Bam treated his father and his uncle, and he's very cruel to those old men. And I don't want someone like that around me, because uh, I'm going to be so old what it, and so sexual yeah, yeah. that I feel like it's going to be a very juicy target for Bam. Can we get Adam Scott in the mix, but call him Slam Margera, uh-huh. and just have Adam Scott do stunts, hit our dad, and spill coffee all over us? I don't us. want anyone to I hit, anybody our hit our dad. Yeah, you seem very hung up on this this one key aspect of the show. It's just there was just there was a zeitgeist, cultural zeitgeist <laughs> of the Jackass crew, and the Jackass crew is Johnny Knoxville. Is like, what's up uh, today? I'm just gonna get hit by a fucking car, and everybody's like, yes, yes, we love this. And somebody Pontius came in and was like, hey, this time I'm gonna just jump off. Uh, uh, Pontius building, pilot. <laughs> Pontius Pilate. He's gonna. This time I'm gonna uh, rule on Christ. Do you want? Do you want me to get Barabbas? Do you want Christ Barabbas? or Barabbas? Make up your Christ mind. Or Barabbas, make your pick. Also, or you I'm want not... me to slam in myself in the nuts with a huge monkey's fist knot? Okay, fine. Like sailors do. All and right. Bilbo would come in and and he was like, I'm I'm gonna just smoke a bunch of weed and maybe uh, staple my nutsack. Okay, what? I couldn't remember the guy's actual. Uh, what is it? Steve-O, not Bilbo. That's it. Okay, yeah. And then <laughs> we were all loving it. Beesmo. Beesmo would come in. No, Bilbo is like so on point, Travis. That's like next level. How did? How is no one a- asked Steve-O if he knows Bilbo yet? That's like prime, <laughs> prime territory. We had like Wild Man come in and he'd like put his wiener in a fire truck ladder and like all these stunts, right? Stunts, 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 unbelievable stunts. And Bam shows up and people are like, all right, what do you got? He's like, I'm going to slap my dad's belly while he's asleep. And it's like, <laughs> that's the wait, huh? Why? That's the, that's the stunt. Do you think the other jackasses were ever like, and today I got a good stunt. I'm going to slap 
uh, Bam's dad's belly, and Bam had to be like, actually, that's way out of line. That's my fucking dad, dude. That's my fucking dad, man. What are you? That's my blood. That's Johnny, my blood you know we're belly. brothers, but that's my dad. Maybe they should do a new jackass where they just do things that terrify people our age, like like this week on Jackass, I'm pulling all the money out of my 401k before I'm 59 and a half. Gonna be a huge tax penalty. Check it out. This week on Jackass, I'm gonna call the customer helpline for an airline and see if they can move my ticket to a different day. This week on Jackass, I'm just gonna go to a music festival and there's gonna be a lot of people there. <laughs> Actually, like, that is, that would be very, at this point in my life, if someone's like, dude, pack it up, we're going to Coachella, I would just like scream, like a, a rabid raccoon, just like screaming, clawing at the walls. And they could fuse, they could fuse, they could fuse. Adam and Bam fuse like Steven Universe in the Slam Margera. And, and or we could just make it like the Olsen twins where like they would alternate, but you'd never know which one was which. And I then Justin is just anywhere Justin. between 60 and 150 and anywhere between very horny and very, 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 very horny. Um, okay, yes, but I have a request. Um, I would like uh, my role uh, to be portrayed by host of the gong show, Tommy Maitland. Um, I, I'd like him to, to take over for me. Um, and not, I, I think he's not very Mike, not Mike, not Mike Myers. Oh, we could never get Mike Myers. But uh, Tommy Maitland <laughs> as Justin McCroy, I think would be, he, there's got to be an off season for the gong show. Sure. Um, so. All right, let's do it. 401, countdown, countdown to 420. Lots of buzz about the 420 episode. Y'all, we don't know anything. We got nothing planned. <laughs> Do you know how don't. lucky we got that the timing of the Margaritaville thing was close enough to episode 400 that it could look like we planned something for episode 400? Yes, exactly. Uh, oh, also, it's a Max Fun Drive. Technically, oh, yeah. sure. should have mentioned that before. It's sure. a very special time of year where we ask you if you enjoy our show or many of our shows, uh, consider supporting us uh, with a, a regular donation. You can go to MaximumFun.org slash donate and find out more, see what kind of gifts you can get at the different pledge levels. Um, and we're going to talk more about those gifts and talk more about the drive, but it's a it's a special time of year for us. We love being a part of this network and we appreciate all the, the support you've given us in the past. We're trying to get to 25,000 new and upgrading members um, and we need your help to get there. So if you like our shows, uh, and, and you have the means, please think about uh, supporting us with a donation at MaximumFun.org slash donate. Um, thank you in advance for your support, by the way. But right now, we've wasted enough of your fucking precious time with panhandling <laughs> and the, the silly, the jackass stuff, all of Our it. jackassery. Our jackassery. Uh, let's, let's get into some advice. Yesterday, someone from... Oh, I got three words in, y'all. Yeah, and you add, it's not like you skipped one. You added yesterday, a word. Yesterday, someone was uh, wandering around the office that I work in. Yikes, a wowzer. Justin, Bowsers. prepositions yes, are really no, not doing it for you today. There's some typographical issues. No. So that I'm trying to do There are. Um, yesterday, someone was wandering around the office that I work in in a monkey costume. See, there was a missing in. No, that I work at. In a at, monkey costume. In a monkey costume, making mo monkey noises, and it scared the shit out of me. I was told later that, that I need to, you know what it is? What? Can I say something? This is not a joke, and I'm going to have to do this right here on the on the, the, the show. I have to increase my font size. 
My font size. Oh, oh you're getting God. older before our very eyes. I'm aging. Now are you getting hornier? Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew this it. Isn't it right? Uh, you know what, I, lady? I shall find no relief here on this podcast I make with my brothers. This is a terrible scenario. You know what folks love? But a nice, big, juicy font. Yesterday, someone was wandering around the office that I work in in a monkey costume, making monkey noises, and it scared the shit out of me. I was told later that this person was, in fact, our company's CEO, and he does this every year during our company-wide free-throw competition. <laughs> can't sneak that up you on want me. Your, you want your bonus this year? All right. Let's All see right. how you do. Let's see if you Take got that, the that. See if you got the help of that taco neck syndrome. And that's my main sort of basketball reference is, of course, a Taco Bell commercial with taco neck syndrome. Uh, I did not receive an explanation from my coworkers as to why he does this. Now, when they say why he does this, do they mean run around in a monkey costume or hold a free throw competition for the employees? I would say column A with a sous-son of column B. The issue is that I now have a perfectly reasonable fear of this monkey suit and do not know how to respond to this. How I extract myself from this situation next year and avoid the fear of death that this display inspires within me. That's from Scared and Confused in Denver. Okay, one, you work on the TV show The Office. Mm -hmm. um, And the terrifying thing about that is it was canceled several years ago. So you are actually kind of a prisoner. An interdimensional prisoner who is LARPing. Or you're LARPing as The Office. Um, Can we all agree that the CEO owned this monkey suit prior to any kind of free throw competition happening? And when the free throw competition uh, started up, or maybe the CEO even started the free throw competition as an excuse to wear the monkey suit they already owned. You're going to look for any opportunity. When all you've got is a monkey suit, everything looks like a free throw competition. Yes. We've always said that's the adage. I I feel like different entertainment mediums have tried tried to get a fear of monkeys or apes going in in me for for years and decades and it just they just haven't succeeded like king kong the big monster's here what is it a big ape that's fine i'm not so scared of that i think uh oh rampage what's the rock going to do to get out of this sticky mess there's a big big ape well it's just a big ape congo they're coming, the big apes. Are there dinosaurs too? No, just big apes. Like, are there murderers in there too? Nope, just the big, just big gorillas. I'm not very afraid of that for some reason. Okay, I, it, the ape that you're discussing in Rampage is several dozen stories tall. So you're saying, and I you're telling me, if you saw a teeth and yeah, maybe you saw two hundred foot giant gorilla coming at, and they're the same as apes, everybody. You you saw a two hundred foot giant gorilla running at you. You would just be like, mm, "Sorry, I'm not saying they're not dangerous. I'm just You're saying I'm not afraid of them. Not yeah, no, okay, not, but they are dangerous. So. You're yeah. just not afraid of them. Well, this no, is a, this is a big question, right? Is the monkey costume comical or realistic? Because if it's comical, I don't think it would. But if I turned around in an office setting. A gorilla that I actually don't think I would be as scared about seeing in the wild, right? But if I turned around and saw a gorilla in my office, right, that might instill in me a bone deep, lifelong fear. No, yeah. because it's a costume. One of yes, my proudest I, achievements. I got one of my proudest of achievements. Once, and I'm still afraid of werewolves, Justin. Yes, but that's di- but for me, one of my proudest achievements is in life is I've never been fooled by a gorilla costume. 
ever. Uh-huh. Not once, not for a second. Happens to people on prank shows literally all the time. Never happened to me. So I'm I, I don't have a I wouldn't have a fear of this. I I need to drill down on something though. And I think it's like it, it it's important to this question, maybe, but it's important to me definitely. You say that your boss does this every year during the free throw competition. <laughs> and then you say, how can I avoid being scared like this next year? But in the question itself, you, know. you make no mention of being involved in a free throw competition. It's like a wild reverse Chekhov's gun where like if the gun just emerged from somebody's belly button. And it's like, well, nobody's ever mentioned a gun before, and there's just like suddenly a gun. Um, it seems very strange to me that you would not include the context of free throw competition uh, it's in a, the initial question. It's a mental association, you're saying. You're not afraid of the monkey costume. You're afraid of how bad you're just going to brick one up there in the paint in this competition. And you have associated that fear with the, with the, the big monkey. Mm-hmm. I, I I can understand that, and I I'm, get it. I'd feel I'm, the same way for sure. Oh I'm hell thinking, yeah! I'm thinking about my gorilla courage now. I think it's because of the gorilla on the front of the box for Gorilla Munch, the Enviro Kids organic cereal. I don't know if y'all mm-hmm. ever seen this gorilla, but he looks so. He's looking at a bowl of this cereal, and there's some strawberries in it, and there's a little banner letting you know it is gluten free, and I'm sure the gorilla appreciates that. And he just looks so chill. And so happy to just be close to this cereal. And I think when I see the Rampage monster, I see the King Kong, I see the Congo uh, ones. I just think of this grill, and I'm like, we have more in common than we have that separates us, little guy. Yeah. I guess that's yeah, beautiful. Careful. Yeah. So I guess we helped that one. <laughs> how's a Yahoo? Uh, how's, a, how's a Yahoo? A lot of people sent this one, and it's from an anonymous Yahoo Answers user, but I'm going to call them uh, Coco, the gorilla. Type this in on the keyboard. Says, "Has anybody had sex in space to see if conception works in space?" Huh. Huh. I did a little bit of cursory googling. In space, your blood pressure gets low, um, and so for those of us for whom a boner is an important part of the sexual process. Uh, I think we'd just be plumb out of luck without the help of some sort of special space belt, some sort of belt that these NASA scientists are working up. You know they're deep in their labs, like we gotta come up with a special belt, but I don't think they cracked that one yet, and so that's off the table. Um, and I'm sure I don't wanna be normative. There's lots of other options, right? But I, I also think like, is pretty small up there on like a ship on this ISS mm-hmm. shuttle missions. No way. It's the size of like a, a jet. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's a, it's a pl- tough job to get some privacy up there unless everybody's nasty. And that's a lot to ask for a full flight crew. Hey, hey, hey you get up there. Woo, launch went okay. Wow. That was scary. We went so fast. We're like 70 miles above the surface of the earth. And that's kind of wild to think about. Wow. Look at uh, space. I'm getting kind of existentially freaked out. Is everyone cool with, like, just doing it? You don't have to participate, but I'm going to, and you'll be close. And there's no way to vent the stink. There's no way. Now, I I did some short, quick Googling. There have been 
and not that sex should be uh, relegated to just married couples, but there has but there been a married been, yes. couple that traveled together in space. Yes. So, I mean, maybe they did it. But here's the thing. Let's broaden our definition. <laughs> that was very scientific, Travis. Well, I, I have a theory with evidence, and that is maybe they did it. Maybe they they did would it. have, like, you, but, okay. What about hand like, stuff? You know, let's not. They would have to tell Houston. <laughs> I think they would have to tell Houston. I think for it would make science. it sexier not to tell Houston. Like, Houston Do you think so? That, no. I don't know if they did or not. But you know, when they got picked for the Mish, there was a, a, some nasty boys and girls in Houston who like were like, so um, for scientific purposes, yeah. while y'all up there, are you gonna, um, oh, you know, don't make me say it. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh, uh, are you gonna space? What's a there? good way? What's a good science way to put it? Are you gonna mm, <coughs> copulate? <laughs> I asked him, uh, Valerie. I asked him. I did He's it. Just staring at Give me. me my five dollars. You said I wouldn't, but I did it. I did it. Um, <laughs> Do you think there's one idiot in Houston where, like, every time they go off mic, he's like, "Y'all gonna go bone?" <laughs> like, no, no, Derek, we're not. For the last fucking time, we're gonna no, get out. And get some is moss. leaking out of the. No, yeah. Derek. No. Here's what I know about space missions and science research. We have done the most specific shit up there i'm talking about fucking astronauts going up there chilling on the iss for a hundred years so they got a lot of time on their hands and they're getting science missions from houston and they're like what's on the docket today houston and houston's like oh you're gonna take this donut we sent up with you and spin it real fast so we see what happens when you spin a donut real fast because we've done everything else if we're there are you telling me that we haven't been at least a little bit curious about, like, if we traveled into space and went into the stars, if, like, making love would even be possible? That's the we thing, right? Because if, if you're an astronaut, right, you're, you're uh, listen, science, exploration, blah, blah, blah. But your dream is to be the first person to do blank in space, right? Like, in, that's why you become, let's be honest, that's why you became an astronaut. You wanted to be right. the first person to do blank in space and i guarantee listen we all humans i guarantee someone has filled in that blank you know what i mean i don't think that's necessary i don't think true, that's tr true my the body. suits are very heavy <laughs> like they're just super heavy and the monitoring is unparalleled i do not think these people have a few minutes to like we sent you to space like please focus on science for a second, unless you're like one of the people in the ISS who's, of course, sent there to live out their days and their return. It's it's space. It's space prison. You are sent there when you do astronaut crime. And it's a great, a great place, I think, to work out your sentence. But it is it's it's living on the ISS does increase your chances of meeting the doctor. I mean, just like that's true. where is he more likely to show up or they excuse me, where are they more likely to show up? On the space station. Uh, uh, here's another question. Also, when you nut and push you backwards, how's that supposed <laughs> to work? Go ahead, Justin. I said my thing about the when you nut, it pushes you backwards. <laughs> look at this. Did we script. get a clean? Did we get a clean take though? If you look oh, at the script, actually, could we get a couple different reads on that one? And uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Well, when you nut, it pushes you backwards. 
<laughs> I don't know, y'all. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, y'all. When you nut, wouldn't it push you backwards? That's what I think from my own twisted, skewed vision. Now, Griffin, could, Griffin, could you give us one, like, even you're, like, nervous about saying it? Like, even you're unsure it's an okay thing to say? <laughs> yeah, sure. Were you nut? Never mind. That was good. It pushed you backwards. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> could you give us one like a really nerdy scientist? Uh-huh. Uh, let me like to test out, as I have a theory that uh, when you nut, it pushes you backward. <laughs> oh, you sounded so much like Dad for a second. Doing yeah, that it voice, actually scared that me coming me out. out of me. Yeah, that I hated weird. that. that me I could so do much. one as our dad if you want. Yeah, do one as our dad. Well, uh, when you nut, it pushes you backwards. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the worst. I work for a company where my coworkers travel or work remotely. When you so not ma- much. Ma- master Bruce, when you not, it push you backwards. <laughs> so that was my master Bruce. <laughs> so we oh, can we be pushed hold- backwards. Look outside the window of the space station. There's no stars. Why? Because they're all in here in this recording booth with Griffin, <laughs> the master of impressions. <laughs> um. Uh, speaking of impressions, when I was watching Shape of Water, uh-huh. um, I. I thought for about I don't know if you guys ever think this I thought for and not with a specific person but I thought for about 15 minutes while watching it that I had a Michael Shannon and it was like I wanted to nurture it and nestle it and kind of grow it but by the end of the film Mm -hmm. it was gone from me I didn't have a Michael Shannon anymore I thought I had one but and it felt good it felt like a good part of the repertoire maybe not the most instantly recognizable but still something um, and then it it left me, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to share the loss. Did you think about the time that we saw Michael Shannon? We went out for drinks with Lynn. I don't know if this is okay to tell this story on the show, but we were having drinks, and then all of a sudden there was Julia Roberts, and she was, was like not, standing was not at her. There for this. Oh, okay. Was not well, there for this one. Julia Roberts came to our table and just said hi, and um, we all said hi back, and there was a moment of just like, should we? Sh- we're greeting a person should we shake her hand but it never came up because there was sort of just a a vibe that we're not supposed to touch julia roberts um not allowed to definitely shouldn't and then i think we ran into like uh matthew broderick and nathan lane and at that point i was like i have to get the fuck out of here i'm having full-blown Escape to Margaritaville, red carpet, like panic. I need to go, and we were like walking out, and there was Michael Shannon, like by the door, and, and he I walked just, up like, to Griffin and was like, "Hey, you seem nervous. Are you okay?" That's not bad, but I I saw him and I just like bolted. I was just like, "Can't, can't, too Wait, much, Griffin, too many." Come back. Um, the Gr- Justin is Michael like Shannon here with us now. Can we speak? Let me see. Let me see. He was in here. Bring me the fish, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> can you say? Oh, you know, be a fun thing to hear Michael say. Mr. <laughs> okay, Shannon. I got it. No, I got it. I got it. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. When you nut in space, it pushes you backwards. Now, Griffin, um, could you give me a reading I don't of want... that as Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black? Could I do one as the Fish Man instead? Oh yes, yeah. yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to do this question. I do want to briefly apologize for the secondhand panic that we saw so many people tweet about listening to our episode 400 of uh, the show. Like, there were some legit, like, we triggered some legit, brutal uh, anxiety reactions. 
Uh, I have not been able to listen to it since we recorded it, uh, so I get it. But, if you uh, finish, if you finish it, there is an arc of of triumph there. Yes, there's there, an, an arc, de an arc de triumph. It is very. Uh, it is a uh, a tale of overcoming the fears that live in all of us. And when I say all of us, I mean the three of us and you at home listening. Uh, it, but not it's all about uh, overcoming your fears until eventually you get dunked on real hard by Al Roker. Uh, all right. We're gonna do this thank question. you. By another thanks, by the way, ancillary thanks for everybody who tweeted about Al Roker, letting him know about Roker Poker. That makes me feel good and not scared uh, for my like career. So cool and great. Cool, great. Uh, and again, apologies to Mary Lou Henry. Uh, I work for a company where my coworkers travel or work remotely so much that I'm often the only one in the office. My job requires my physical presence, so I'm wondering. How can I take best advantage of having this big downtown office all to myself? Keep in mind, a coworker could show up at any moment. That's from unsupervised in Seattle. You know, I used to be in this scenario. I was, uh, when I was a disc jockey, a board operator technically for the radio station over the weekends, I would go in on the weekends and like literally you're just a human being there to make sure Brad Paisley keeps coming and that, that there's no what? silence. No, I'm sorry. And, and when the he Brad does, Paisley does push tracks. it backwards? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I got too deep down the rabbit hole. I ended up like bringing in my PlayStation 2 and hooking it up to the TV and getting myself a whole little game station and then people would come in and I'd have to look at them and just like, listen, I'm busted. You got me. This is what I do. You've got me. So it has to look like work i guess is what i'm saying or at least be able to feasibly look like you're working they didn't cover if they have to work like how much you know like everybody's got a job that has a job but do you have to work the whole time or could you do your job in like half of the time you know season one and two curmudgeonly travis would say here's how you feel the time you do your job but here's what season three travis is gonna say maybe every day you switch your desk with someone else's. And I mean everything in it, everything on top of it, right? And then you just keep doing that every day until everybody's desk is in a different place in the office. Oh, fun. Right? I love and these then you just fucking watch pranks. People come in and they're like, oh, oh, yeah, no, I guess I was over here. And that's for you. That's Ooh, for you. I love that. Videos of office pranks is my absolute best videos that I can find. Putting post-it notes all over somebody's shit or like flushing somebody's pictures of their family down the toilet Wait, or selling all the computers in the office for drugs. Like Love that. pranks is the is my best. That was my one. least favorite episode of The Office, by the way, when Jim sold all the computers for drugs. Yeah, and did all <laughs> my, my good video on the phone is I did Facebook today, mm-hmm. and there was a video of a woman who yelled at a bear to tell the bear to go away and was mean to the bear and then said, I'm going to spray you with pepper spray. And then she pepper sprayed the bear. Aww. And then the bear destroyed her kayak as she watched and begged the bear to stop, even though she was being mean to the bear and she deserved it. Uh-huh. And then the bear destroyed her kayak and she screamed at the bear. Travis, what's your good video? But I do oh. want to point out, why'd you post that, lady? <laughs> hey, lady, your kayak got wrecked and you were mean to a bear and you were like, mm, save. 
post to Facebook. I don't understand. I I just like the ones where like the kids behave like adults, and they like oh, where kid talks videos. and it's like you understand English. You good. kids, That's kid driving on the highway, mm, yeah, kid like paying taxes. Four. Yeah, I love it. So I like good. the ones that are kids reacting to things that I knew about. But they don't know about it because I'm going to die before they yeah. will. Those oh, drive me. So and they I say it them. like, who is this? This is the ape Donkey Kong. I hate his barrels. <laughs> Justin will die before me. And they say that in every game. <laughs> oh, every one those. of them. Love that. I love who the is this? This is looking at a Game Boy and they're like, who could ever love this? Probably someone who's going to die before me. <laughs> if you yeah. know what this is, you're going to die before I <laughs> Who is this music? I don't like it. Belle Biv DeVoe. I don't even know who that is. Justin, your days are numbered. I will live forever. I want them to do videos like that where they have like college kids who are like, who who did Nirvana? And then, but the then next to it, the camera pans over and there's like a three year old is like, what is Snapchat? And then that that at the same time, the college students like, oh fuck, it's a circle, huh? It's like a circle. Got it. I, Perfect. I would like to see a version of that video where it's me reacting to things that did happen while I was also in high school, but I just was never privy to them because I wasn't. Cool enough when oh, it's like yeah. they Wiz play backpack. Yeah, they play music that was this. popular in like 1996, and I'm like, I, I don't know what this I is. I do not know what this is. Um, boy, we really got away from that question, but that happens sometimes here on My Brother, My Brother, and Me. And that's the kind of like twisted again South Park humor so uh, that we ask you to maybe think about supporting the show with a, uh, a, a donation by joining the Max Fun support. Circle. Real quick. You can go to maximumfund.org slash donate and find out all the hot deets me, on that. Let me tell you how it works. So it works like this. You go to maximumfund.org slash donate. Then you pick a level that you are able to afford every month. Um, and listen, that's important. We know sometimes the spirit can move you. And you know what? Sometimes you pick an aspirational level. Don't do that. We don't want you to do that. We want you to pick a level you can afford. And it starts at just $5 a month. You pick that level. And then you pick which shows you listen to, and that is where your money goes. Max Fund takes a small percentage to cover their overhead costs, but mostly you are directly supporting the shows and the the hosts that you love. It's I, I don't know of another system that works exactly like this. Um, I mean, there's probably well, some crowdfunding ones, but literally any sort of pledge-based public radio system sure, works pretty, sure, sure, sure. pretty close to this. Um, Justin, $5 a month. If somebody joins us at that level, what are they going to get? You're going to get, uh, I believe it's over 100 hours of bonus content. I actually I calculated this year. I think it's like more like 125. So like we're talking five days of bonus content for you to enjoy, and that's from all the shows on the network throughout oh, yeah. throughout time. So there's there's a uh, bonus Mabim Bams in there. This year we did all our old great segments like what what would you even do if and um, uh, monthly observances. Uh, we we got lots of bonus Mabim Bams on there. This is our eighth year doing this. Um, but then there's bonus JJ goes. There's bonus adventure zones. There's bonus uh, schmanners. There's bonus everything. Bonus Jonas. Bonus Jonas is in there. Um, there's a there's an adventure zone, by the way. Well, the one we did this year is really fun. It's uh, for Sherlock Holmes and a vampire that is one of the aforementioned Sherlock Holmes that just a DM that was really fun. But there's also uh, Adventure Zone Knights, an arc with characters that you can only hear um, in the in the uh, bonus content, including special guest Lin Manuel Miranda. 
playing Dungeons and Dragons with us, I believe, for the only time in his entire life. Right. So $10 a month, you're going to get everything at the lower. Every time you step up, you get uh, everything in the lower levels. So at $10 a month, you get the bonus content, and you get a drive-exclusive enamel pin designed by Megan Lynn Cott. Uh, There's new design. We did this last year. This year, there's new designs for all the Max Fun shows, and you get to pick your favorite when you make the donation, uh, and you get a Max Fun membership card. The pin for us this year is based on our our, our uh, battle cry stronger together uh, you can see a pretty uh, you, you can see it at maximumfund.org slash donate when you become a member it is powerful and it lets people know sort of what you're all about and I believe I, I've, I've seen some people talking about like oh I can't choose between the pins if we hit our goal of 25,000 new and upgrading donors they will make uh, pins available for purchase for whoever wants them for, for people who donated yes. at the $10 per month level. Uh, Travis, $20 per month. At $20 per month, you're going to get the bonus content, you're going to get the pen, but you're also going to get the Max Fun Family Cookbook, uh, which is lovingly curated with uh, recipes for Max Fun hosts, uh, anywhere from cocktails to desserts and everywhere in between. And also included in that, you're going to get a set of uh, space-themed cookie cutters for you to use while I guess you make cocktails. You know, we... Justin put in a recipe from from our mom's chess bars um, that were very, very, very tasty. Uh, Dad apparently let us know that uh, the recipe for spaghetti-geddon, spaghetti-geddon, spaghetti is in the book. Uh, Rachel put in her chili recipe that we've talked about on Wonderful before. Uh, so we got a lot of stuff in there that you're going to really, really get down on. If you want to make a like podcast comedy magic, you got to eat this spaghetti. It is not as funny as you remember it so uh we have higher levels too if you if you have the means and you you want to go in on those higher levels we we sure do appreciate you but really we don't care uh what what level you donate at all that we care about is that you uh show show your support in whatever capacity you are able to show it it means a lot to us it helps uh support us and the network it has helped us turn this into a career this is travis's full-time job this is uh what allowed dad to quit the retire from the radio station last year uh where he was working really bonkers hours and was kind of unhappy and now it's just doing this full-time now just doing adventures and let me also be clear really amazing this is my only full-time job but justin and griffin i mean even though you also work at polygon this is also full-time jobs for you i mean between yes recording this show putting the yahoos together and putting questions together and adventure zone and editing adventure zone and Justin doing Sawbones, like we are all podcasting a full time at this point. And the reason for that, I'm not allowed to stop. Yeah, ever. No, it's important because I will say that not only, listen, I would be lying if I said the money didn't help make this a full time job. That is how jobs work. But more than that, it is knowing how much this matters to people. Directly seeing people every year tweet like, I supported MBMBAM because I love it, right? That lets us know. Think about it this way. We've been doing it eight years, and we have 400 episodes, which averages out to like 50 episodes a year. So we aren't missing episodes when we can help it. And the reason is we know how important it is to people. We know that this yeah. show matters. So we make it a priority. We treat it. And we, we do treat it. it like a job. And that's uh, that's important. And it's a two-way street because when you donate you know that you have helped support the show every time you listen to it from that point on you will know that uh you're you're part of the part of the supporting team um and and that's cool for you also as well as you know receiving these great gifts so maximumfund.org slash donate pick the level that's right for you pick the shows that you listen to where you want your money to go 
Um, and thank you all so, so, so much. I want to say two more quick things before we move on. And that is, it's important to note that the goal is not just new donors. It's also upgrading donors. So if you've been a member before, thank you so much. Can't say thank you enough. But if you started listening to more shows over the year and we have added a whole bunch of new shows, or maybe just the shows that you listen to have filled an even more important part of your life, then maybe think about it's time to, you know, move from five to 10 or 10 to 20 or whatever you want to do. And also, we also understand that not everybody can afford it. We totally get that. That is very reasonable and we don't, we don't begrudge that at all. But you can still help by going on social media and spreading the word saying like, hey, it's Max, it's hashtag Max Fund Drive. Make sure you go to MaximumFun.org forward slash donate and consider supporting the shows you love. That helps. That means the world to us. So just there's so many ways you can help and we really appreciate it. Um, how about a Yahoo? Do it. Coward. Okay. This one's sent by Morgan Davies. Keep it waving, Morgan Davies. Yahoo Answers user. Sorry, something's gone wrong. I refuse. I refuse. You have an avatar. You've got to have a name. You got to have a fucking name. Shit. What? It just won't load. I'll call him Braxton. Okay, for a second, <laughs> Griffin, I thought you were saying, I'll call them. Okay. I'll call him. Hold on. Hey, who's this? <laughs> uh, Yahoo Weirdo? What's your name? Braxton? Great. Braxton asks, Billy Joel costume? Hmm. I am I am doing a report as Billy Joel. We're gonna get the fuck into that before we get into the rest of the question. But okay, I have I have to give a speech and dress up like Billy. Uh, if I you would have any good suggestions for what I could wear, that'd be great. Thanks. Okay, I'm. What is okay. the Billy Joel report that you're giving? No. Is it a history class and you're doing like a <laughs> we didn't start the fire and it's just like George Washington was the first president. He did his best and he had wooden teeth. Hey, <laughs> or maybe it's a report <laughs> on Billy good. Joel as Billy Joel, like your Hal Holbrook of Billy Joel. I love it. Sir, this is U.S. history. Yeah, Billy Joel made U.S. history when he released his great <laughs> album. I was songs. born in Allentown, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing I know about me is the, I didn't start year, any fires. The year was 1889. <laughs> I fell in Allentown. love with an uptown girl. Um... <laughs> Billy Joel costume. What's going on? Why really I remember when I was born, and for the longest time, I was a baby. All right, but Travis is sort of writing the report for them, which is going to be a very helpful sort of <laughs> thing when they listen to this episode. But they're not going to know what to wear to be Billy Joel. Is a T-shirt that you have written, "I am Billy Joel" on it, out of the question. Hey, which, which Billy? I would. Say There's a lot of different Billys nowadays. You're going to go with kind of a black jacket, black pants, black t-shirt, black sunglasses, shaved head kind of build. Uh-huh. Now, if you want to go back to the days, get yourself some... Uh, white wall tires? White yes, white wall tires. Uh, so like big shoes. It seemed like Billy was into big shoes. <laughs> and he kind of rolled up packs of cigarettes in his sleeves. And he had acid wash jeans, which were huge. Um, the still rock and roll to me look is very good. It's like a bright reddish orange jacket, white tie, black shirt, and just gigantic hair. Just the biggest, just poofiest, very, very big hair. We could go early 90s, big colorful windbreaker, hyper color tank top, uh, Jinko shorts, 
and uh, sort of Birkenstock sandals. And that's when he was like, y'all remember that short period where he had his own little sort of like musical alter ego of uh, Max Cool Jazz? (laughs) (laughs) So you could do the very short sort of Max Cool Jazz phase, and that could be like a fun way of um, uh, covering it. My favorite part of the Max Cool Jazz phase is when, like, uh, the neighborhood kids would be like, Hey, mister, what's the Max stand for? And he'd look at him, he'd lower his sunglasses, and he'd say, Maximum. And then they would know that he was playing cool jazz yeah. to yeah. the very limit of the of the. Well, art that's form. the coolest jazz we've ever heard! <laughs> so show up in your Max Cool Jazz cosplay and bring out your theremin, which people would be like, on, he'd be on the stage, and they'd be like, Piano Man! And he'd be like, I don't have my piano. I don't have my piano. I'm the theremin man now. Or theremin. I'm the theremin man, Max Cool Jazz. And here's my new song, Space Aliens, is the name of my new song. Here it goes. Is there a question mark at the end of that, Griffin? Uh, It's more of like a surprise. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what I think really the iconic for me is the black jacket, black shirt, black pants, shaved head, sunglasses. Um, Maybe you have like a... But that... May people might think that you're like a cool hitman, mm-hmm. which is his aesthetic, and so I'm. I think you need even more. Maybe you have a small piano that you bring out there with you. Ooh, I like just it. so Context. people know. What if you maybe you have what a, if you build a, a diorama that you stood in that demonstrated you walking by the river of dreams, right? And it was like, oh, okay, clearly that's the river of dreams, and you're oh, okay, so by we can it. yes, we can do this all. Deb, all black, shaved head, loving it. You walk into the classroom soaking wet. Uh-huh. Just douse yourself in the bathroom. And also you're carrying a big plate of spaghetti. Uh-huh. And people will be like, what? And you'll be like, looks like I fell into the river of dreams while on my way to the scenes from Italian restaurant. Oh, yeah. Walk into your classroom and say, who wants some red and who wants some white? And just start pouring some wine for your classmates. For your high school class. And that's good. And But I'll tell you what. You walk in that class dressed up like Billy Joel soaking wet with a plate of spaghetti. People will be like... That's Billy Joel. That's Billy he fell in the river Joel. of dreams on his way to the river, on the way to the Italian restaurant. I know what you're doing. That's Dr. William Joel if I've ever seen him. I get, I'm trying to have fun with you guys, but Travis reminded me that it's still rock and roll to me. Just, <laughs> and it makes me so angry. Do you mean I the just, song in which Billy Joel has a conversation about with himself about rock and roll and whether rock and roll is still itself rock and roll? Yeah, yeah, it's so hot. It's just, you read the lyrics. Uh-huh, yeah. And it says, like, nowadays you can't be too sentimental. Your best bet's a true baby blue continental. Uh-huh. Hot funk, cool punk, uh-huh. even if it's old junk, uh-huh. it's still rock and roll to me. It is so, I love a lot of Billy Joel songs, and I do not mean to dunk on the man. Uh, uh, it is wild to me that he wrote that, and he looked at it, and like, that's a song. And then he took it to other people with instruments, and they were like, uh, you got a song on your hands, Bill. And then they put it out, and then America was like, uh, what am I hearing? Is this a song? Because it sounds like a song. And like I'm the, I feel like the lone man on an island who's like, it's not a song. Well, There's nothing. He's done nothing. It fills in. What are we doing? It fits into a category of song that is one of my favorites. 
Oh, what a, oh, we're going to talk about this again. I should warn you before you go too deep on this. We talked about this exact category on our last yeah, song definitely, episode. Definitely Songs that um, reaffirm that rock and roll still exists. Yes, we can. Oh, yes. no. This well, my new thing. favorite one, because I was listening to the new train song that is set to the music of No Joke, Heart and Soul. Yes, what are they doing? <laughs> you didn't do a song. He forgot, he forgot how to play piano. And and the oh. song is a self-referential song that doesn't it that references the song in third person that says, "Hey, play that song." Not this song, but that song. That other song. <laughs> it's like it is Train's version of the greatest song in the world yes. by Tenacious yes. D. Yeah. It's not the greatest song in the world, it's just a tribute. It's just a tribute to that and it made me start thinking about how many songs there are that were like, "Hey Mr. DJ, put that record on." I want to dance with my baby. What record? Yeah. You know the what? You know this, the, you know the one, one I'm talking about. Man. I'm talking about Max Cool Jazz's uh, Kind of Blue too. I think you can wear whatever you want for your Billy Joel report. But let me paint the scene. Teacher's in front of class and they're like, uh, Dylan? Dylan, it's time for your, your report. Has anybody seen Dylan? And then they you smash it through the wall Griffin. in your car. We went what? the whole bit without referencing <laughs> the most obvious joke. And then you get out and you're like, what's up, everybody? So, piano man. We went, we went the whole bit without mentioning that he was married to somebody from uh, West Virginia that we grew up with. Uh, and then he Kate. crashed his car into three houses in two years. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess I'm, okay. Well, anyway, um, the so that's it. For that bit, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. I want a more Joel jazz. I want to River of Dreams. Uptown. Um, this one isn't uh that real quick. This isn't for um uh um the Munch Squad specifically, but it is part of the podcast. Welcome to Munch Squad. It's podcast within podcast about what's hot, what's new in the world of fast food. want to say a big munch squad congratulations to Brad Reed. Just got promoted to chief development officer over <laughs> Captain D's. So Brooks congrats, big Brad. He is moving up uh, after uh, being vice president of franchise How operations. How do they not fucking call that like first mate in charge of development? You know what I mean? Well, because it's a, it's a publicly traded company, Travis. I think they probably want to handle things like other normal ones. <laughs> no, I want to talk about Zaxby's. Um, I, I literally don't, I literally don't know what word you just said, my friend. That's fine. Zaxby's is a chicken chain. Run by aliens. In the South. (laughs) Hello, I am Zaxby. Um, (laughs) We have zapped your small birds (laughs) with our Uh, laser guns. Uh, uh. (laughs) Mr. Joel. (laughs) Mr. Joel. The Earth's last hope. <laughs> Billy Joel. You'll never stop us now. Um, what's that new sound? It's, it's actually not a new this sound. This isn't it's rock Billy and Joel. roll. This isn't rock and roll. It is to me. Well, Bill, you can't just say that. Anyway. Um, Who's Zach's that champion in the car with white-walled tires? Uh, <laughs> uh, and why is he driving at our restaurant so fast and reckless? Hello, <laughs> Uh, no, it's a it's a chicken chain in like the in the south. It's very good. I only get to enjoy it um, when I'm headed to the the beach to get on island time. Uh, I, we, we me and the Smurls will always make a point. Well, I kind of bully them into it, 
They have a uh, of of driving through his Axby's, <laughs> not dri- driving through his Axby's. I'm not Blake Joel driving to his. <laughs> Can we leave, Mr. Oh, Mr. Damn, Joel alone. we broke the seventh seal. The horns <laughs> on high blue, and then we knew that there were only jokes we were going to tell for the rest of the episode. Okay, okay. Z- Zaxby's is has uh, the, the good news for Zaxby's fans. The sensational. <laughs> The Zensation Zalad is returning to Zaxby's for a limited time. My teeth already fucking hurt, and I've already only done it a couple times. As requested by thousands of fans, Zaxby's is bringing back the Zensation Zalad at all Zaxby's locations in 17 states from April 2nd, okay, so you've only missed a few days of it, to July 1st. With bright flavors and bold textures, the Zensation oh. Salad. Oh, God, it's really getting uncomfortable now. Yeah. Guys, like, make Z's over and over again. It really starts no, to get No, I was in speech therapy. I it's know. Bad mouthfeel. Combines indescribably great ingredients Ugh. with Asian flair. Not a good word to describe food. Yeah, indescribably great <laughs> But what's in it, Zaxby's? I wish I could tell you. I guess we don't even know. There are no we words in your human tongue. The Zensation Salad is our most frequently requested limited time offer item, says Stephanie Gamble, Vice President of Menu Innovation. And we continue to bring it back because guests love it. I can't begin to tell you how many times we've heard, I don't even eat salads, but I love the Zensation. So wait. Finally, a salad for people. That wouldn't touch a salad with their neighbor's fork. They wouldn't get near it. But now okay. you've got the one okay. salad, the it, sensation. It, it's been about four minutes now since I found out we were doing a salad one. And now and my mind won't stop racing thinking of what they have put on this to make the texture so um, uh, indescribable. I'm like, I'm thinking Takis. I'm thinking this one's maybe got Takis. So the Zensation provides sweet and savory flavors like sesame, pineapple, orange juice, what? ginger, huh. Huh. Oh. garlic, okay. soy, yeah. rice vinegar, honey, Wet and, salad. Brown, and brown sugar, huh. and great textures from hand-chopped lettuces, yeah. crispy wontons, okay. crunchy Asian slaw, yeah. and a veggie roll. Add Zaxby's signature chicken fingers for a salad that's a perfect combination of the vibrant and the familiar. This, the reason I wanted to highlight this, and it's also for the quote that's coming up after this, but the reason I want to highlight this, they have not given you folks a list of ingredients. I want to make sure we're all on the same page here. You asked what was in the salad, and Zaxby's turned from its grim work, looked you dead in the eye, and gave you a list of different feelings that you're going to experience while consuming the salad. They're describing the salad from your point of view, not telling you what goes to create the flavors of sesame, pineapple, orange juice, ginger, garlic, soy, rice vinegar, honey, and brown sugar. They just have those flavors. It's well, just it's there's so much f- there's so much fluid. That's what the, the I I this sounds all right. It sounds like a nice little Asian salad with with chicken on it, and also there's a some sort of spring roll in there, and that's kind of wild. But okay, Zaxby's, I'll I'll play I'll play with me. And I understand there's just a lot of sort of liquid content in there. I'm wondering if this is a, a sort of a cold soup, a gazpacho. So here's the quote, and I know what you're wondering to yourself. 
why doesn't Zaxby's offer this? If people love the Zenzation so much, why doesn't Zaxby's just offer it year round Good like question. they do with the birthday cake milkshake, for example? The answer is this. For the Zenzation, Gamble says, we use four unique ingredients that must be inventoried, prepped, and monitored daily. What? The build is a different process than our typical salads, and it requires training and diligent reinforcement. What? <laughs> We're gonna escape. Someone, so we got a fucking pineapple thief on our hands. You think we can trot with a fucking salad burglar around? Scrubble, scrubble. Scrubble, we, scrubble. Give me that uh, s- s- rice vinegar. Yoink. We got fucking J.K. Simmons to come in and throw and throw chicken fingers at people when they didn't diligently make the salad good enough. But it's but it's worth it as there's nothing more rewarding than bringing back a fan favorite and making our guests happy. So what they're saying is like we could do this year round. It's very hard, and we're tired here at Zaxby's, and we'd rather not do it all the time. <laughs> this is exhausting that you're asking, what are you, you're asking us to do right now. You know how big of a favor you're asking us to do by bringing back this salad, and yet you persist. It's like, I wish every fast food restaurant was this upfront about it. Like, yeah, Szechuan sauce is back. We're not looking forward to it, because <laughs> last time we tried this, a bunch of fucking nerds tried to burn down 13 of our establishments, so... Uh, we'll we'll do the Szechuan sauce at great cost to ourselves, but like somebody brought a fucking sword into one of our restaurants last time, so we're not so wild about it. You have and to. And those understand. are just the people that didn't have a concealed carry sword license. There's probably a lot of uh, undercover swords. Uh, they said they just, were cosplaying Rick and Morty, but they had swords. I do. So want I, don't, think one, I don't know, man. One last note here: Zaxby's does suggest. I know what you're saying. What what about pairing? The entree with something. Um, Zaxby suggests uh, pairing the... We got the Zamolier over here, and he suggests pairing the Zenzation salad with the exclusive Coca-Cola freestyle mix, Southern Peach Fizzle. Ooh. So in case you're looking for a pairing recommendation, that is what our Zamolier uh, recommends. You, of course, are free to make your own choice. Um, Okay. I'm going to find out, first of all, what this restaurant is, where it is, how they do what they do, and then get one of these very wet salads. <laughs> get one single wet salad. How about a question, Juice? The high school in my town is performing Shrek the Musical. I want to go see it, but I have no connections to uh, to the high school. I didn't go there. I don't know any students or parents of students that attend. Is it weird for me to go? How would a late 20s Shrek enthusiast go about doing so? An all-star in Woodland Park, Colorado. This is... They're doing it. They're doing it for you. Yeah, like you are... You've just... Is this where we're at, folks? Like, are (laughs) we... I'm with you, and I understand you, and I I am you. I get what you're saying, but like... Well, I don't know the Foo Fighters. It would be weird if I went to see... (laughs) I don't know the Foo Fighters, and I don't know any parents of the Foo Fighters. I'm I'm not making fun of you. I swear to God, I'm with you. I don't... I don't know, Dave. Um, so might is it weird if I go see his show as the Foo Fighters? There is a certain There's, I do. The, we have reached the point where, like, I get that there is a perceived, and maybe it's not all bad. Perceived, like I'm not supposed to be there unless I'm connected to it. Feeling. Oh, high schools are the yes. most. High schools are the most. Whenever I go, when we went back to Huntington High School, which is where I went to school to shoot stuff for the TV show, there is nothing like being in a school. 
um, even if it's one that you went to, that makes you feel like, especially in elementary school where everything's a little bit littler, and then you feel like the rampage uh, gorilla, and you're just smashing through the hallways of the high school, like John Mayer sang about in his song. He's like, I want to smash through the halls of my high school. I'll kick apart all the lockers and desks. Like it makes you feel like you're committing a you're you're trespassing, and mm-hmm. I get that. I think that's probably where they're coming from a little bit. Uh, I think that the that Shrek, Fiona, the whole gang would be thrilled to see you at the show. I think that 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 would be uh, a delight. But do make sure you announce as you go in, like I'm just here because I love Shrek. Yeah, I love Shrek. I'm not a student. Donkey. What if? What if we're what if we're wrong though, and they show up, and it's all high schoolers, and you, and at one point Shrek points in the audience, and he's like, "Look at that! Look at that purr! Interloper! That's interloper! Attack! Teens! Attack! Donkey! Maybe you walk up and say, "I'm with Shrek. I know Shrek romantically. I know I'm an invited guest of Mr. Shrek. I am Shrek." <gasps> I'll be playing Shrek this evening. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's fun. So those stairs next to the stage, anybody can just go up those and say like, uh, do you guys have a Shrek for tonight? Because I'd like to throw my hat in the ring. Yeah, I'd like to be... I heard you guys were doing Shrek, so I was just seeing if I could sign up to be Shrek. You just had to put a quarter on the edge of the stage to indicate that you have next. I'm next on Shrek. I'm next on and, Shrek. Uh, I, but listen, I will not eat a bug. I will not you I will not I don't want that goddamn scene stealing donkey up here with me. I'll turn my earwax into a candle. I will wash my teeth with slime. I will not eat a fucking bug. <laughs> or a parfait. I don't like them, which I'm makes me gonna, perfect for the role of Shrek. I'm not gonna eat a slime parfait, because I'm a dentist in this town. People know who <laughs> I am. They won't come see me. You try to get me up here to eat a bug, you trying to embarrass me, I'm running for mayor. Hey, I have a Yahoo here that we can do real fast. Yeah. Sent in by Brooks Oglesby. Thanks, Brooks. It's Yahoo Answers user. Maybe this one will load. Sawyer Babe asks, why is it called The Breakfast Club? What does the title have to do with the movie? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. They eat lunch. It's in, the, it, it's in the movie because at the end, Anthony Michael Hall like signs their essay as the breakfast but club. But why? And that's fine. But why, Anthony? There's not a scene, I don't think. There is a scene where they, I think, eat. Lunch. L- like lunch. They eat lunch. This should be the lunch club. So, it should be the lunch club, Travis. There's not a scene where uh, Molly Ringwald pulls out a bagel. There's a scene where they and, smoke a bunch of weed. They could be the weed club. They could be the weed club. They could be the problems club. The bad family. The bad family crew. But they don't breakfast at any no. point. It's so weird. What um, if it turned out the, that that's why they were all in detention? Because, like, they are outside of the detention thing, they are all in a club called the Breakfast Club where they would just get together and talk about breakfast. And one day they did that um, in a room where they weren't supposed to. And it's like, well, you have detention. And that backstory part is just never mentioned in the movie. Okay. Uh, I have some news. <gasps> the original title of the Breakfast Club was the Lunch Punch. That's a much better title. That's a okay. That doesn't change the. That doesn't nullify us talking about it because they purposefully saw the off ramp and didn't get on it, and they're like, "Oh shit, what's the next off ramp? Breakfast? Okay." Oops, Do you think the problem fine. was Lunch Bunch just sounds too dang whimsical, and everybody was like, "This sounds like a wacky like." 
you know, spring break, who's going to get laid sex comedy. And then you get in there and it's like, oh, no, they're talking oh, about their serious, problems. Serious family stuff. Oh. Um, this is like if they called Forrest Gump, like jumping man. Or running man. And <clears throat> he doesn't jump oh, as much. It's not very much like a part of the... Thank you, Travis, for not really understanding sort <laughs> I didn't of the get premise. The bit. I just wanted to make a joke because Running Man is already a movie. It does seem kind of like they wrote, like they filmed the whole movie and they didn't know what they were going to call it. And someone was just like, can you pretend like we've said Breakfast Club a lot, Anthony? Can you pretend like we said Breakfast Club a lot during the movie and just kind of end it like that in a real confident way? Maybe it was a flub. <laughs> like, Maybe he was supposed to say Lunch Club and he said Breakfast Club, but it was the only clean take they got. He was so hungry they filmed that last scene at 8 o'clock. He hadn't had his yogurt. Or maybe, like, th- they th- were going to call it Lunch Bunch, but then when they were filming the movie, they were like, there's a possibility we can make this a trilogy. Yes. Yes. It's not too late. That actually makes we could still make We could still make Lunch Bunch and Dinner Winners. It's about PUBG. <laughs> it's just the gang. The gang is there, and they're playing Public G together. He's uh, one hit, Emilio. Push. <laughs> Uh, folks, that is going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much. Uh, one last push, and I do mean last because we won't uh, be with you again before the drive is over. Uh, my uh, maximumfund.org forward slash donate. Um, if you like our show and it makes you feel good to listen to it and you'd like to support it and support us in making more stuff, um, that's the address. Or And, and supporting like all the shows on, on, on the network um, or, or the ones that you listen to because that is an important point that like, your donation – portion of it goes to maximum fund to help their uh, pay for their great staff and and they make our lives so much easier day in day out uh but also like you choose the shows that you listen to when you sign up and those are the shows they get your money they split it up so like it's really important that you choose what shows you listen to but but know that like you are funding those shows you are part of of the team of those shows if you will um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, again, like, it means a lot to us, and, um, it's a, it's, it, we can't, uh, imagine, like, doing this anywhere else. The Maximum Fun Network has been a home for us for eight years now, and has given us so much, and you all have given us so much, um, and if you're, if you're new, or you've been consuming more content, just think about going to MaximumFun.org slash donate, and helping us hit that 25,000 new and upgrading member goal, and, yeah. Thank you so uh, much. Thank you thank, so much. Thank you so much, thank and thanks you, to John thank Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song. It's a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. It was so great, so great to have that, and still is great. And thank you to Al Roker for everything. Everything. Um, you know what? No thanks to Al Roker. I'm tired of supplicating myself. He did me dirty out there. Thanks to Corey Cott. How about that? Yes. Yeah. Thanks to, thanks to Matt uh, Doyle, Doyle for not being there. But for but, being but, there, but, but being for being there, there. always yeah. being there. Uh, also, real quick, so our Dallas and Houston shows are coming up I, this this weekend. When you hear this, um, and there are still some tickets left available, especially Houston. Houston, please. where are you, Houston? Houston, <laughs> please, Houston, Houston, we have a problem. Please. slash tours and send you your questions now. Make sure to put in the subject line like Dallas show or Houston show. Um, also. Uh, I'm, I'm. I've got another Cincinnati Underground Society show coming up April 28th. Tickets are on sale now. You can get those at bit.ly cuss key 2018. That's C U S S K E Y 2018. Uh, we had a real blast at last month's show. 
And I hope to see you out at this month's show, bit.ly slash cuskey2018. Uh, yeah, and also the May shows are going to come up sooner than you think, so send in questions for those, too. Uh, speaking of May, we're going to be doing uh, Sawbones, Still Buffering, and Court Appointed at the Columbus Podcast Festival on Saturday, May 12th. You can get tickets. Uh, the link is hard for me to find, but if you Google, you will find the way to get tickets. I don't have a punchy bit bitly link like Travis does. Oh, come but. on. I'm um, sorry, Trav. I'm just, I just can't. I just don't have one. But yeah, we're going to be doing those three shows back to back to back. So come see us. It'll be fun. Um, I need uh, Yahoo's also for the live shows. Please, please get them in. Thank Thanks, you. Warriors. Uh, all right. Finally, Yahoo. This one was sent in by Merritt Palmer. Thank you, Merritt. It's Yahoo Answers user Ashley who asks, Hey, um, how do I get the wax covering on Baby Bell Cheese out of my ear? <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.